You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. When a fire starts in the hall, how much time do you have before it spreads to the deck? Hey, I'm Joe Iconis. And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. And this is our podcast where we talk all about my brand new Iconis and Family album, Album. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the song The Answer, originally written for the musical The Black Suits and recorded for the album by Aaron Tveit. Yeah, and this is one of the oldest songs on the album. It's about a young man taking a test, grappling with his life decisions, and uh, we have some fun stuff to say. Let's check it out. When a fire starts burning, how much time do you have before it burns itself out? Track two on the album, The Answer. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the oldest songs on the album. What year yeah. did you write The Answer? I wrote The Answer in 2004. Okay. For yeah. the musical The Black Suits. Do you yeah. want to tell us about The Black Suits? I would love to, yeah. The Black Suits <laughs> is is um, it's a show that I wrote at NYU. I went to the Tisch Graduate Musical Theater Writing Program. And uh, it's the first musical that I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. And it was about, it is about a high school garage band on Long Island trying to win a battle of the bands, mm-hmm. St. Anne's Battle of the Bands. And, you know, it was, um, it, it was a show that I, I sort of started dreaming up in, uh, in 2003 when I was a senior in undergrad at NYU. And then, um, and then I ended up writing it as my thesis musical. And it was the, you know, it was the thing that sort of like introduced me to the world of, of New York theater. You know, at the time that I wrote that show, there just weren't shows that were populated with young people. And it was like, you know, right before Spring Awakening. And, and, um, and so I, you know, most of the like initial dealings I had in this business and the, um, you know, initial, you know, actors or whoever that I met was through Black Suits. Yeah. yeah, and it um, was performed like for the first time at SPF in New York City, which mm-hmm. was a summer play festival. Uh, Jason Tam sang the song "The Answer." He did, and then there were two big productions of Black Suits out of the city. So mm-hmm. Jason Hyde and Jimmy Brewer both performed "The Answer," yeah. um, and a lot of people have performed it over the years. It's one of those songs that um, I believe, like you know, the sheet music is actually you can perform it yourself. You know, it's it's yeah. something that people have been able to sing for years. So mm-hmm. it's maybe one of the most familiar songs on the album. It, it is, yeah. But I mean, it's never, you know, we recorded it for Two Player Game, obviously, with George Salazar singing it. Um, but it's never been recorded with a, with a band. You know, right. Black Suits, it's like, it's so strange because it's it's a show of mine that people actually do know quite well, but it's never had any kind of official recording. recording. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's so weird. Um, and I mean, it's, uh, and so many people who I have worked with for years have, you know, passed through the show and, and um, you know, Jason Sweetheath Williams and Lance Rubin and Annie Golden, I, we all met for real because of the Black Suits. The first mm-hmm. ever reading at NYU, they were all in and, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, re- the first time I ever worked with those guys. And, and so, um, and, and so it's, it's this show that it, people, it's like a show that people think has a cast album, but it right. doesn't. And so it was so special to get to like, to record some of these tunes with a band, you yeah. know, and to do it sort of properly. And um, Aaron, I I met in 2006, maybe, mm-hmm. um, because he was Chris in a reading of The Black Suits. <laughs> and that was the first time that we ever worked together. Crazy. Yeah. And so his, when he was, so the character of Chris um, is actually the character who sings another tune that's on album called Social Worker. So that's what Aaron sang at the reading. Uh, but I thought it would be fun to, you know, have him sing 
the other um, male solo. The, the, yeah, the other, yeah, overall. I male had totally solo. forgotten about that because, um, you know, your wife, Lauren Marcus, was in company with Aaron Fate. I always mm-hmm. think of that as being like our origin story with him kind of getting to know the Iconison family world. But I forgot. Yeah. You go way farther back. Way back. I sold him forward. No, like, just yeah. <laughs> kidding. It's a fairly roll along in joke for me. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, no, I I love him singing this song, and it also just feels like something that already, like, if I made up in my head that Aaron Fade had already sung this in concert, mm-hmm. great, like, it would be believable. It yeah. just feels like, of course he should sing the answer. Like, it's it just feels like very one of those, it's one of those correct. things, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I mean, you you just couldn't ask for a, a better, uh, a better white guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, the band on this one is Ian Keggy, Brent Stranathan, Matt Hinckley, who were all very involved in like original black suits music. I mean, yeah, days. they, they yeah. literally, that was the, the, the literal original pit band for yeah. the, you know, one week workshop we did of the black suits <laughs> at SPF. Right. Like they played that show. And so, yeah, to have them, you know, play this on the album is just so, so surreal. And, you know, Brent Stranathan, um, he he lives out in L.A. now because he's a trader. And so he's out in L.A., so he recorded all of his drum parts just by himself in a mm-hmm. studio, you know, because when we did the band tracks, travel was still, like, not an easy thing because right. of COVID. And so he was like, I'm just going to do them out here. And, um, and it was so wild, like, hearing him play the drums on these tunes. And Ian and I would just be like, it's, like, identical. Time like, warp. it's, yeah, yeah, it immediately, you know, takes you back to a a very specific time and and place in such a magical way. Yeah. It's very special on the album how, you know, there are certain original folks that get to do things that they did originally, Mm -hmm. even a number of years ago, that were never recorded. You know, we do have, like, the Black Suits, some some of the cast members singing Mm -hmm. a song that they obviously originated, and the Cast of Blood song, um, and obviously people singing songs that were never recorded that were done for concerts. Um, There's a lot of, like, oh, this was never captured, even though we feel like it was because it's on YouTube, Mm -hmm. or, like, it's just an indelible memory. Um, But now it is. Now it is. Album. Captured like a like a like a runaway dog caught it, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's here forever, and I can never take it away. Yeah, you know, so much of my work truly has has just it just kind of lives in the ether. You know, it's mm-hmm. like in a, in a way that I feel is like kind of you know like super old school. Like I I've I've done a ton of of stuff. I've written a lot of musicals, and I've written a lot of songs, and I have you know relatively few proper recordings of those things um and which I always kind of I always I always kind of like but you know would prefer some more albums and you know well I feel like how crazy that the black suits which is something that like was very much a calling card for you and everyone knew you like Mm -hmm. as the writer of the black suits that that's not recorded but slowly album by album it's like here's one song from the black suits here's another song I know Um, yeah I feel like it's gonna be someone's solo album that has blue hair on it like it's gonna get recorded piecemeal yeah I think so I (laughs) mean it's not for lack of trying yeah of course (laughs) try again yeah Yeah. quote Um, quote me back to me anything else about the answer what else about the answer I feel like people know the stuff that makes up the content of the answer because of the answer I'm not saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. The the performer, the character in the song is mm-hmm. taking a test. And I feel like it's one of those musical theater songs where people will be like, oh, yeah, I know what that means because of the song. Like people who know the presidents from 1776. Right, is that right. weird? <laughs> no, it's not. Of course not. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, it was, it was a song that I wrote um, 
I wrote it for a literal class at NYU, and I forget what the prompt was, but whatever the prompt was, it was like, it was, I, I did this all the time at school. I knew what I wanted to write, and then I would figure out how to like massage that a little bit to fit into whatever like the assignment was, but I always knew. It always had nothing to do with the assignment. It was always like, you know, I'm going to just write the song. That's for the best. It's, it's for the best, yeah. Um, and and so I forget what it was, but it was like I was like, oh, this is I'm gonna write this you know this song where he's you know going through his his life choices while being forced to take a test. I wish I had bootlegs of your classes at NYU. Like I wish I had Bill Finn's first reaction to the answer. Bill Finn liked the answer. <laughs> he, he he liked he yeah he liked it. He he hated the first few songs of mine that I I played for him. But then I have this song called Starting to Forget, which is recorded for the first time on this album by Badia Farah. And uh, that, that was the one that he liked a lot. And then I think it made him think about me in a different way. Yeah. Which is what happens sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, even anyone, you need time to get used to a new sound and to, like, understand yeah. it as an mm-hmm. aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Bill Finn. Thanks, Bill Finn. Hey. Thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, Do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong. Produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.